Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the Hardwood Culture Podcast on the Believe Network. No me, no the voice, no the guys. Me, really real villain routes for our firm and junior here at your service. And uh, oh, man. don't you don't you love of a good sweep of a good sweep of the day? Two and zero on our picks yesterday, and we are in the driver's seat of our future in the Suns Nuggets series. Pick number one, Suns Nuggets over two twenty seven. You know, even though the Suns got ran out the building at some point, they actually just ran out of gas, like just completely ran out of gas towards in that second half. Probably maybe something to do with the elevation. Probably have to adjust to that a little bit more, but they just completely look gassed. And luckily the shooting for Denver never turned off, like at all didn't turn off. So they were able to carry us on this, you know, and handle majority of the work on this total. But Bench unit for the Suns came in with like four and a half to go. And I don't think that the Nuggets bench unit came in until about three and a half to go. Three three minutes to go, I think, is when he called that timeout. So uh, they just did what they need to do. A couple points here and there. Got us over the total. That's all I asked. So over 227. Didn't matter how we got there, but we got there. And for Kevin Durant. Very, very good start to the game. I think he had 13 points in that first quarter. And then, you know, he ran out of, I wouldn't say he ran out of gas, but the team as, in, as a whole ran out of gas. And he just kind of stretched very chill. Like, it was such an easy 29 points for Kevin Durant. Like, I'm going to be on Kevin Durant's points prop the whole playoffs, honestly, because that was just a – like, he walked into 29. He did not try to get 20. He walked into an easy 29, so – how Devin Booker was last series, I think Devin, Kevin Durant's going to be this series. So I'll probably be on Kevin Durant every single game they play. So 2-0 and on the picks there. And then we placed two, 255 for Denver to win the first game. But the Suns win the series. We got Denver winning the first game. There we go. We're in the drive. So basically we're sitting on a Suns money line ticket for plus 255. That's what's up. Like, that's all right right there. Plus 255 for a Suns money line ticket. Uh, let's see what the updated. What are they? I know they got to have it up by now. I'm recording this at night, and they've had enough time to update the series odds. So let's see what the updated series odds are for this. We have Western Conference. Yeah, so Suns updated series odds. Suns are plus 136. So we took. We have a way better number than the market at the plus 255 that we have for the Suns to win the series right now. So, very good bet by us. Looking forward to it. All right. I'm not wasting any time. I'm just getting directly into this slate. We have two games. First game up, New York Knicks are welcoming the Miami Heat for game one of their series. Knicks are four and a half point favorite. Open up at five. A 207 and a half is the total. I do think the Knicks win the game. 
there is a little bit of line movement towards the Heat that kind of scared me off playing the Knicks a little bit. And I like the over. I think that they're going to realize that there's going to be a little bit more scoring in this series, that the Knicks are not inept from scoring the basketball. It's just that the Cavs play really, really good defense on them, and the Knicks didn't have to because they were locking down the Cavs, so they didn't have to put up 120 points because the Cavs couldn't even get to 100. So I think there'll be a lot more scoring in this series. And with that, that's going to lead me to two props that I have. But they're not points props. First up, Jalen Brunson over five and a half assists, minus 115. And Brunson is the person that Miami cannot let get going in this series. If Brunson gets in his mode and he starts scoring 30, 35, 40, I have no idea what the Heat are going to do because they're screwed. Like, they're royally screwed in this series if Brunson gets going. And so I noticed in the regular season that I started to see them throw a little bit more double teams at Brunson just to get the ball out of his hands, see if he can make the right play. He turned the ball over a little bit during that. and But I think because, you know, Brunson hasn't really – I don't know how many times he really has been the guy to get double team like that, at least in the NBA for a while. So uh, they started throwing some double teams at him. And I think that that's something that the Knicks will prepare him for again to see in this series, that he'll see some double teams. He'll need to make the right read and be able to find an open shooter and make and give everybody else opportunities to make a play with the ball when they try to force the ball out of his hands. So if we go back, and look at Brunson in the three games that they uh, he played against the Heat this series. He actually went over this five-and-a-half prop two out of the three games. He had eight, six, and three uh, with the three coming in that last game. Uh, they played, what was that, in Miami at yeah, that last game. He had 12 points and three assists. So it was just an off day for him overall. But I expect to see him... Be a floor general. I expect to see him be the best player on the court for the Knicks with Julius Randle. We'll see what he looks like on that ankle. Hopefully, the ankle is all right. It sounds like he's going to be a go. But I expect to see Jalen Brunson do Jalen Brunson things, and I think he's going to open up for other, for a lot of other guys. I think that this five and a half is very conservative. So, yeah, give me Jalen Brunson over five and a half assists. And taking that to the Miami Heat side of the ball, and basically the exact same thing is the exact same handicap for Jalen Brunson I'm giving with Jimmy Butler. I think they're trying to force the ball out of his hands. I noticed in seeing the Knicks sometimes throw double teams at him as well, and they're going to trust Grimes, and they're going to trust Julius Randle, and they're, they're going to trust Josh Hart. They're going to trust a bunch of different guys, and they're going to constantly give him look after look after look. He's not going to see the same thing over the course of the game, over the course of the series. They're going to throw different looks at him and get him off his game. Don't let him just go out there and walk in at 30, 35, 40 like he was doing in that Bucks series. They're going to make him get give the ball up, and I think that's where we're going to see Jimmy Butler really get his teammates involved. There's no way he can think that he's going to be able to carry this team through a whole playoff run on his own. Like, he's got to start getting everybody else involved. So, five and a half assists. His is a little more juice to see that minus 130. A little bit more juice there, but I really do still like to play here on Jimmy Butler. Same handicap as Brunson. Give me Jimmy Butler over five and a half assists. 
I think that's all that I want to be on in this game for game one. I kind of want to, you know, watch game one, get a feel, understand, and see one that Knicks defense and the regression that I expect to see from the Heat offense. Like, I don't think Jimmy's getting over his 30 and a half points, if I'm being completely honest. I don't. But I want to see the regression in the Heat offense and see is there, uh, is this Heat team and the scoring that they had legit that they had in round one? Or are they going to go back to what they were over the course of the regular season, which was the 30th ranked? Uh, team in terms of points per game, one of the worst ranked teams in, with offensive rating, and now they're missing their second lead score, Tyler Hero, who has a broken hand. So, we'll see. We'll see. Knicks and six for me. Knicks and six. All right. Last game. Greatest two words in all of sports. Game seven. Golden State Warriors traveling back to Sacramento to play Sacramento Kings. Kings are now a one-point favorite. I saw it up to one and a half. It's now at back at one. It opened up at minus one Warriors. Now it's minus one Kings. Kind of, you know, floating back and forth there. 229 is total. I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> I don't know what I want to do on the side. I really, really don't. I trust the veteranship of the Warriors and them knowing what it's like to play in game seven. But this Kings team is good. And I think that game seven, De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk could be something very, very special. So I have two plays in this game, both sides of the ball. First play is Draymond Green. Game six, Draymond Green is a little bit of a thing, people. I don't think people want to admit it, but game six, Draymond Green, not game six, I'm sorry. Game seven, Draymond Green is a little bit of a thing here. And we've know the historic game seven performance, even though they lost to the 2016 Cavs. He had 32 points in that in that game, which was one of his best games. He said it, one of his best games of his career, and nobody cares because they lost. Uh, and so now you have, but if you just look at, he has four game sevens under his belt and listen to the stat lines. So going back to 2014 against the Clippers, 40 minutes, 24.7 rebounds, three assists. You have 2016 against the Thunder. That's the Kevin Durant Thunder where they came back from 3-1, 40 points, 11, no, I'm sorry, 40 minutes, 11 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, okay. 2016, again, that finals game I was talking about, 47 minutes, 32 points, 15 rebounds, 9 assists, Jesus Christ, man. And then 2018 against the Rockets, 44 points, 10 points, 13 rebounds, 5 assists. His points, rebound, assist line is at 22.5. He has been over 22.5 in every single Game 7 he's played in in his career. Draymond Green, love him or hate him, he's a winner. And he knows how to affect the basketball game and put his team in position to win. And so... I'm going to trust Draymond to do that again. Not saying that they're going to go out there and win this game, 
but he's going to give them the best chance and he's not going to, this is not going to be one of the games where he just kind of folds and, you know, disappears. Like he's going to make sure that his presence is known so he can help give his team the best opportunity to win the game. So that's what I'm doing here. Going with Draymond Green over to 22 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. That's at minus 125. Uh, I think I actually, because Draymond's just going to fill up. Let's, let's see here. So, mm, mm, what's Draymond? Because he's filling up a stat sheet in this game. I'm looking at Draymond's steals because his steals are listed at over one and a half plus 165. He has two, one, two, and one in the four game sevens he's played in. Let's see what he's been doing over the course of this series here. Uh, where, where are you at, Draymond? And he's been re- he's been really good coming off the bench for them. I think that's a great adjustment that Steve Kerr's made. All right, so he's had two one two four one. He's been filling up the stat sheet on the defensive end. And his block so blocks and steals is over two and a half at plus one forty. He's gone over that in all but one game, which was game two. And the one that he got ejected. Was that the game he got ejected? Yeah, that was the game he got ejected. Okay. Mm, let's do it. Let's add that. That's an ad. That wasn't the play I was going to give out, but I feel comfortable with that because he's gotten over that in all but one game in this series. He's gotten over that same number of blocks and steals. He's got five in, against that Clippers series, four. And the OKC one, two combined in both the Cavs and the Rockets. But he's been active, and he's always going to be active. It's Draymond Green. So let's go with it. Draymond Green over two and a half blocks of steals plus 140. I'm trusting Draymond in game seven. It's, It's game seven, Draymond. I like it. All right. The next person I want to talk about here is Malik Monk. And (laughs) so I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, who's going to show up for the Kings? Who's going to give us that game seven historic game? And I just don't think on the road, especially in the minutes that he's going to get, I don't think that they have an answer for Malik Monk. And I think this is going to be the spot. That Malik Monk thrives in. Like uh he he doesn't shy away from the moment. He is not a guy that shies away from the moment. Bounced around from Charlotte to LA back here uh in the Kings and really, really found himself in that sixth man, that first man off the bench, and being able to score. Let's take a look at what Malik Monk has done over the course of the entire series. And uh hold on here. He's 19 point. 19.8 points per game over the course of the series. You're looking at his numbers and 32, 18, 4, 16, 21, 
28. So he's been over this number in four of the six games of this series. Gone over the number in every single home game that he's played in this series. I think this is another spot where he just he feels himself. And I think he I, I want to ladder Malik Monk. So I don't just want to take the uh, 17 and a half, but I want to ladder him and I want to take him up as far as we can go because I think he's really going to be an impact. And if Sacramento wins, we're going to look at Malik Monk's game and say that hey, he was he was an impact player that was able to add that next level scoring and really keep them in the game when they need it. So Malik Monk over 17 and a half points, minus 115. We have 20 plus points at plus 140. We have 25 plus at plus 470. We have third. No, we don't have a 30. Okay, so we only got, well, no. Let me go on another another book. I know we can get a 30, man. They playing. Bleak, well, no, we can't. Plus 475 for 25 is the best number. Wow, they're not giving us a 30? That's it's just guaranteed. Like that just guarantees me that he's going for 30 because they're not giving me the number. So Malik Monk ladder. That is our mm, fun ladder part is the fun play, but the over 17 and a half, that's my regular bet. So four plays and a ladder. Just to recap, we have in the Miami Heat and Knicks game, Jimmy Butler over five and a half, minus one thirty. Jalen Brunson over five, oh assist I'm sorry, and Jalen Brunson over five and a half assists at what what did I get that number at again? Um, minus one fifteen. So minus one fifteen for Brunson. We have for the Warriors and the Kings Draymond Green over twenty two and a half points rebounds and assists Draymond Green over two and a half blocks and steals at plus 140 and we have Malik Monk over 17 and a half points minus 115 and then we're also going to ladder Malik Monk up to 20 plus 140 up to 25 plus 475 and we're going to have a day so if you're not already make sure you're subscribed to the pod you are uh, on wherever you listen to your pod, leave reviews. If you haven't already, leave reviews. Please, 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 please leave reviews. Appreciate all of that. And, I mean, that's really it. That's all I got. Make sure you follow me at really real underscore underscore. Make sure you follow the pod at HWCulturePod on Twitter. Other than that, that's it. I don't have anything else to say. Nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. Just going to end it like this. We are out of here. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.